No. <laughs> no, dominant and what's the other term? Submissive. Submissive. I will take yeah. on a submissive non-sexually. $150 an hour, guys. Um, <laughs> and he, he, oh my God. Yeah. So she was getting paid <laughs> and he cleaned her house. What the fuck? I, I know. Mean, where's that service? I'm in the wrong line of business. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Hey, guys, guys, we are um, drinking today. (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've done a drinking podcast. Mm-hmm. But b- before we uh, crack one of these babies up, mm-hmm. is that even a term? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you say crack? One crack of these- one of these babies. No. Uh, well, yeah, that is a term. Crack open. Yeah. Not up. I don't know what I'm saying. Crack open a baby. Crack I mean, open no, a. That sounds really. Bad. <laughs> crack open one of these uh, beer cans. There we go. We are going to thank uh, a new patron. Is there mm-hmm. one? Just new? one. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> This new patron is a local, oh, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Um, the name is Get In My Belly, YYC Vegan Bakery. <laughs> so Amazing. I feel like they almost, it's like they're getting some promotion now yeah, here so too. Yeah, so maybe we need so. to go and eat at this uh, YYC Vegan Bakery. Is it actually like a thing? Like it, I think it's probably um, one of those she makes food at home things. Ah, uh, okay. That's my guess, but let's let's check. Why? Why? There's a lot of those like... People that bake at home Vegan. and then they'll sell the goods. Baker. Or maybe maybe it's opening soon. We don't know. This is true. Well, they're supposed... To, one thing I'm a little bit disappointed in... Okay, there's so much stuff is coming what, up. Okay. Is, um, as you guys know, me and Rose, we went to Toronto and we, we ate pretty much all the vegan food in Toronto. I mean, there's no more vegan food in Toronto because we ate it all. Um, and one of the one of the places that we went was called Odd Burger, which is like, and again, I, it's probably a good thing that it's not in Calgary yet, um, but they have like amazing vegan replicas of like regular fast food things, like the Big Mac the, and like how amazing, like it was okay, so it wasn't good. It was like that amazing. It was okay. Good. It was good. Like, it, it was, was like, good. It was like fast food. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. Anyway, I enjoyed it. Rose clearly is a you bit more. You would eat it every day if it got here well that's part of the reason why i'm glad i'm 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 on the fence about whether or not i'm happy about it because (laughs) they teased us and they were like oh we're gonna be coming to calgary someone got the license or whatever and they're gonna like open up a location they said once we've selected a location it will be opening up to like three months or something sure but i guess they haven't picked a location yet because it's been more than three months (laughs) well maybe they're working on opening yeah this is true you know it takes time you know things are slow around here that's true (laughs) and you know i heard there's like construction backlogs and all kinds of (laughs) You know, if, 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 you know, if, if this place opens as fast as like the roads under construction, then we could be here for four years, <laughs> you know, like that's something. And oh my God, like, I mean, not to sound like a little whiny so-and-so, but like there's another part of the road near my house that has gone under construction. A different part. Yes. <laughs> and it's been like this for months now. I have not seen anyone on this particular site. It's just cordoned off. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything happening. I know. I don't understand. I'm like, why? Do you need to this blocked off right now? Like, I just don't even understand what's <laughs> I going know. on. I know. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. 
Yeah. But any okay, well we're ready to Oh sorry, I do I jump I'm, right into it. I want this to uh get in my belly. You know? Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. All right, guys, we are having a drink. Mm. How be that bayer? Ooh, this one's quite nice. Is it? It's a Sun Scout. I think it's an IPA, so sort of situation. Oh, you love a good IPA. <laughs> I don't love a good you? IPA. And yours is a fruity beer, just like your fruity self. <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. Oh um, my god, I feel like we haven't recorded in a while. It does it feel like it? Well, no, we recorded last week. But it feels like longer. Does it does. It, not? it does feel like a like a like a long long time. I don't know why. I don't know. Our weeks are just so crazy these I don't, days. You yeah, know? I think sorry. There's too much going on. I know. I feel like the, in some ways it's like a good thing. I'm not gonna like complain but like because i'm doing this fitness challenge yeah it just makes me feel like i'm just so busy because i'm always going to these classes and stuff and i'm like behind in other areas because like by the time i get home from a class i'm just like (laughs) oh i don't want to do anything so i need to get past that mindset damn dan you still got weeks left i still have a whole month rose oh god damn i get my doing my way in this week oh god damn you ready oh i don't know (laughs) you feeling confident Mm. you think you lost 10 pounds (laughs) i don't think i've lost my, my goal for the whole thing is not exactly lose 10 pounds, but just shape okay, up Okay, okay. And I, I feel like my clothes are like fitting a bit better. Yes, and that's I'm what matters. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, But I did actually have a really um fun experience in Calgary this weekend. So on Saturday, I went to a vegan, I'm going to say this wrong, Omas, Oma. Oh, yeah. Is it Omasake experience? I don't know. Okay. You know, it's like those sushi things. I think it might be Oma. I think it omasake. might be. <laughs> I don't know. You went. You should I know. know. I, I'm pretty sure it's Omasake. It's those things where you like sit at the sushi bar and then um, you you get like the chef to make you and then they give you like one piece of sushi at a time. Yeah. Right. Well, and it was like very, it was a bit bougie to be honest. Okay. So explain to me what happened. So you sit down and there was like four of us. So we, it seats up to six, but two people had books. So they kind of like cordoned those two people in this like off a little bit and then you we had the other four seats sure and so we're sitting there the chef comes he introduces himself and then he like talks you through everything okay so he's like oh and like some of this stuff i'm just like oh my god he's like this is a (laughs) this sauce has been fermented here for two years (laughs) right he was like this rice the rice was made with like some kind of vinegar that they soaked into it that was like 20 year old vinegar or something right so it's like all the like extra bougie yeah this cucumber was uh picked from the (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was ridiculous Anyways, okay, so then how was everything? So there was definitely some hits and there was definitely some misses. Oh, okay. There, as I feel like this, you're going to get this anywhere, but there was a couple of the dishes. One of them I was like really pleasantly surprised because it said like beet roll or something, like beets. And I was like... Well, the thing is, you sent me the the menu yeah because i was curious about this as well but like yeah. it was very expensive okay yeah, it was very expensive and like you know you know my name is cheap lazy vegan so for me it's out it's um off brand for me you know so anyways i anyway so you decided to go and mm-hmm. i was like okay you just like send me pictures and stuff and you sent me like the menu mm-hmm. and the menu just sounded basic as fuck it yeah. was like literally like cauliflower <laughs> beet like i was like fuck <laughs> but the pictures but, looked a lot better. Yeah, and and honestly, like it, it was, there was like amazing presentation. The chef sure. like talked you through everything. I do think I I do think, and I, I don't know what your like thoughts are on this as well. But I feel like it's not really fair to price the vegan stuff the same as the fish. Oh, hundred percent, I agree. Like, but they do it because they know we're gonna pay for it. Exactly, because it's just like kind of annoying. Because like obviously, yeah. especially the like fish that they were having, they were like, "This is New Zealand snapper." Well, he wasn't. <laughs> he, he wasn't British, but he was like New Zealand snapper. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like, this is some kind of New Zealand tuna or some right. shit like this shipped over, never frozen, like, right. you know, all this, like, uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, God. It makes me roll my eyes. And I'm thinking, like, obviously, this should be more expensive than a mushroom that's on mine. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. It's like, it's so unfair. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, you have to at least, even though it mm. is a niche market, yeah, yeah, we are vegans, we are the niche. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know for a fact that you are so overcharging the vegan stuff. Like that's well, ridiculous. He's using fucking beetroot. Sorry. Yeah. The only time where <laughs> the only time where I think maybe it can be almost on par is obviously if they use a lot of like meat substitutes because obviously those are more of expensive. Of course, but right? they didn't. It was all veggies. It was all veg. But what else? Okay, so, so tell me. The one, the a couple of the rolls really surprised me. The beet one especially because I saw beet on there and I did the same thing that you did. I sure. was like eyes roll back into head, <laughs> being like, oh my fucking god. Yeah. But it was like actually really nicely done, and um, it was like in this, it was like. It was like tempura almost on one. Okay. Like it was like the beet was like tempura on the outside and the part of me, it rolled in the rice with some delicious sauce. And honestly, it just went down a treat. Oh, God dang. I wanted some more of those beets. Did they give you one? No, no. So for, this is one thing they did do. Like everyone that was getting the fish one, they usually only got one. Okay. With like a piece of fish or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. But a lot of mine, I got two. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I did, so I did get doubled up on the ingredients, I guess. But like <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, okay, a you know fancy lobster whatever versus that they killed a bunch of sea sea animals for versus Uh versus (laughs) versus beets yeah Uh like it's a you know but anyway it was a really nice experience overall i think i do think it's a bit overpriced (laughs) just shall we talk about how much you pay for it i don't think i don't think we need to i think i think we should share i think we need to give them the context okay okay wait a few questions yeah were you full at the end yes okay yeah and how many dishes? Not were there? like not like exploding full. Right, but it's like, like the fine dining full. Yes, <laughs> but not as bad as like you know that fine dining place we went to in Toronto. <laughs> when I could still eat. Like I afterwards. think we were still. Oh, which, did you eat after? And I can't remember if I remember. I was like, I should order Odd Burger tonight. <laughs> but it was like closed. Um, yeah, that place was. I mean. I think I was full, but it wasn't like that great. Like yeah. the food. Anyway. And I just love what they do though at these fine dining restaurants. Like this one place, which will not be named. <laughs> they came over and they had this salad, right? They brought, and I'm never going to live down this salad. It was because, a cucumber salad. Yeah. A cucumber salad. And that's and all. And it tasted like a cucumber salad. It literally just tasted like taking a bite into a cucumber. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes, you know, we've got these Yakuza grapes from the <laughs> highlands of Japan. And <laughs> And we've we've so carefully zested them, and there's a essence of I don't know some other shit. And I'm like, oh, I got really excited. I was like, this sounds really interesting. Sure. I ate it. It was a fucking <laughs> cucumber. I was like, hey. It wasn't even that great of a cucumber salad. I'm like, no. bitch, I can make like a better cucumber salad at home. Yeah. Anyway. But um, but yeah, I think overall the experience was really cool to have the chef like, and he made it made it obviously a point of like, cause I was the only vegan there. Sure. Telling me each of my dishes, talking me through great. it, then talking everyone mm-hmm. else through it. Um, did you drink? I did drink. And was the drink not included in the price? It was not included. I told you. Okay. Let's talk about the price. Okay. How much do you think it was? Oh, you know, Well, I know how much the, I think what was it? 180 Canadian dollars with with tip and everything. It was 180. So with tip, it was 180 Canadian dollars (laughs) without beverages, my friends, without any drinks. So then how much did you spend on drinks? Another like hundred. Oh God, hundred. <laughs> no, because it was my friend's birthday, so I bought a bottle. Sure, of sure, okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's one of those things that um, 
It's an experience. I it's like, an experience yeah. that, you know, you have the privilege of doing. So mm-hmm. once in a while, once in a blue moon, exactly, that's, it's okay to do. This is the thing. I Because yeah. normally me, I would like be like, oh my God, that's a lot for a dinner. But again, because it was like an experience mm-hmm. and everything else, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, yeah. I don't go and do this stuff on a regular basis. Sure. Right? So I'm like, okay, well, I can justify it once, yeah. once in a while, you know? Yeah. I just so. can't even like, I feel like I would feel so, um, I, I've been to a few like fine dining places yeah. and I always feel like such a what is the term like imposter oh, syndrome yeah, yeah. I'm like oh god I feel like I don't belong here we need and to then, get we need to get yeah. some more confidence like inventing Anna you know just walk in know, there but I also like don't place. give a shit and yeah. I kind of roll my eyes at this shit at the yeah. same time so I'm like of course I've the thing is I've done some really great experiences like yeah. so of course I roll my eyes but like some of the experiences I've had is really nice like not the one in Toronto no I think but this is the thing I think there are some legit like really good fine dining experiences yes um, and I think, you know, you definitely, um, but you don't always get what you pay for. And in terms yes. of like, there's some fine dining, which I think it's like almost, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like fine dining for the sake of fine dining. I think that's mostly know? how it is though. Yeah. Like they, 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 they make the price like a lot mm-hmm. because it's like fine dining. Kind exactly. Of thing. Like, so you don't really take into consideration. I mean, of course, like they put a lot of effort in the presentation and stuff. Yeah. The presentation is usually really exactly. nice. And obviously it's, it's for like, it's not for everybody. So they can, you said there was like six seats. So obviously they can't accommodate everybody. So it makes sense that they are going to charge you a bit more. Exactly. Plus, cause they, they, they want to make it an exclusive experience. Sure. Well. Sure. Oh God. And I think Us that's humans. I know <laughs> that's part of the thing. Like, well, this is the thing that's really like, it, it's a bit sad. Like I was just telling Rose this story. Like I went to the, my gym class this morning Yeah. and this is just the kind of like, you know, I've, you uh, know, just this weekend went for sure. like the sushi experience sp- paid like all in all probably like, yeah. what is it? 300 bucks or something. Yeah. And then at the same oh, time, damn. I know at mm-hmm. the same time, like leaving my apartment and there were some people there like, you know, that snuck into the apartment. Yeah. That got into the like lobby or whatever, not the main lobby, but like the first little entrance. Oh, part. it was in the entrance way. Yeah. <gasps> it was the entrance. And it was a bunch of people like just, really strung out on drugs and you know all that's this a stuff. small entrance way they were there yeah but it goes around the side a little oh, bit oh like, i see i'll show you next time and it's like oh i know the, i know actually i yeah. remember now it's still really small though like you can barely like yeah you can fit a few people but and it's just like it's sad yeah. but also it's like i don't know it's i, guess I know it, it's such the, the thing is what's going on and this is not just a, a situation that's just unique to calgary i think it's global oh, it's global and i think that the the problem is is there's no like silver bullet to solve a lot of these these problems because people are like oh you need to get you know you know we need more subsidized housing which I believe is true sure we need more like support resources and things like that but like it's a very complex thing it's like not like oh if we give this person a house they're gonna be fine you know yeah it's like there's a lot of um, like substance abuse that needs to be worked through and and yeah. that is often linked to you know emotional sexual sure. all other kinds of abuse so I think it's just such a complex issue and it's like. There's no, there's no silver bullets. Like how, I know. Do we, how do we, we as a society, because again, it, it brings down every single person yeah. right? because it's not great. They don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. You don't want to be around people in that situation because maybe you're uneasy or yeah. you don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's just not great for everyone. Right. So I know it's so bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, we see it more now. I feel like maybe we used to live in a more of a bubble when we were like before London, yeah. you know, perhaps when we were both living in our parents' homes and stuff, like in the suburbs. I mean, we don't see any of that at all. Exactly. All our friends are relatively well off. Mm-hmm. So then we're in our own little like world of, oh, like nobody has these types of issues. Yeah. And then all that other stuff is far away. But now we like see it a lot more. I do think it's increased though. Because everyone... Oh, 100% uh, yeah. it's increased. Everyone that I've spoken to that's from Calgary or grew up here and stuff. Yeah. Like I do remember when I used to go out, like because I lived with my parents for a while, but I'd go out downtown quite a lot. Yeah. And I remember seeing like a few people here and there, you know, by the max usually yeah. hanging out, that kind of stuff. 
but it's never been to like the level. Well, it's it, increased, but also you live here. So obviously you see it. Yeah, more I think here. That, that's the, <laughs> There's a difference between you going out once a week and yeah, seeing it once a week versus every day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, speaking of that kind of like, I guess that privilege that we have versus other people that don't have. Yeah. I was watching again, TikTok. Fuck my life. <laughs> God, seriously. TikTok. Do you have, how much time do you spend on TikTok? I don't. Gross. Okay. Sometimes I go on it. Okay. You know what you should, you know what they should invent and, and maybe they already have it. <laughs> they probably have, app, you know, apps. Are you talking about that? Like a controlling thing that though. controls like how yeah. much time you're allowed. You know what? Maybe I will look into that. Yeah. And then maybe like set yourself like 30 minutes. Oh, that's it. On TikTok oh, so a day. Rude. Okay. Anyways. So I was on TikTok and then I saw this TikTok of this guy that was like, um, so I was, yeah, I was watching this TikTok and this guy, he, uh, well, he had initially made a TikTok of him like crying yeah, and the, the text was something like, oh, imagine that uh, it's hard to imagine that some people live without worrying about money or something like that. And he was like crying about it. Mm -hmm. So then people were asking him like, why are you like, what is the story? Yeah. And then he starts telling the story about how after he's in the States. Mm hmm. And apparently after high school, because, you know, when you're graduating, you decide, oh, where to go for college or yeah. university. What to do with the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. So then he's like, oh, I didn't really know that much about money. Obviously, he's like 17 years old at mm -hmm. that time. And he's like, my parents also didn't know anything about money. And so I decided to take out a giant student loan to go to like a very prestigious like culinary school. Yeah. And I can't remember what, what it was called, but I, apparently it's a prestigious school. So it's very expensive. Yeah. So he took out like so much in loans and then, um, yeah. And then he's like, and it's just a lie. I feel like I've been scammed. I feel like, you know, mm. it was just like overpriced. And then after I graduated, he said he worked in like the, that food industry yeah. making like 12 to $15 an hour, yeah. you know? And then he basically he got fucked over yeah. and now he has like, I can't remember like hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans. And he it's said crazy. he paid off like 25,000, but then because of interest, I didn't know student loans got interest. Yeah. Apparently they do. All of them. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. It, anyways, because of this, usually it's not much though. Cause I did yeah, take out a small student be a loan lot. Yeah. when I went to, to right. There was mine. interest. Right. And there's like a little bit, it's not much though, yeah, but yeah. still you do get it. And if yeah. it's, and the thing is, if it's a substantial That's loan, true. even a small percentage of interest is still a shitload of money. That's true. So then I it's guess like, it's like paying a mortgage. True. Yeah, it's true. Cause it, yeah. And then, even after he paid off a little bit or mm -hmm. whatever, um, he said that he now it owes more than he did when he first took it out. Like That's as so in, fucked. because he paid off like 25,000, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he still owes more now than he, because of the cumulative interest. Yeah. So then he's like depressed about mm. it. And I was just like, that's so sad. It is. But yeah. and this is why I think a lot of people, a lot more people are, cause at least in our generation, like I feel like there was a lot of pressure to do post-secondary. Like it was like, that's oh my just God, what, so much pressure. Yeah. There's like, that's just what you do. Like you just go and mm -hmm. do university. Pardon me. And that's what like majority of the people I know did yep. is like, we're like, yep, we're going to go to university. We're going to do this X, Y, Z. And like, some of us are fortunate. <laughs> I shouldn't oh, have, this is why we should not drink carbonated beverages. I know, I was like, this is not a good uh -huh. idea. Um, but uh, some of us were fortunate that we didn't have to take out massive student loans because maybe we live with our parents or our parents help us or right. whatever it may be. But a lot of people did. And I think more people nowadays are, I, I still think there's that pressure to go to university, but I think it's, it's not necessarily less, but it's like different. I think there's some people now making that choice, hearing these stories about people I hope so. that went to school that are like, Oh my God. Like, and then this brings me back to like, you know, these, especially these prestigious institutions yes. like Harvard, like all of these places, mm -hmm. like these prestigious culinary school. It's like, yeah. Okay. You might yep. get a really great job from this, but also you might end up spending a shitload of money and working the same kind of job as everyone yep. else. And Oh, 
hundreds of thousands in student yeah. loans. Like, could you imagine if you had hundreds of thousands? I know of it's loans? crazy. Well, that's the thing. Cause I was thinking, yeah, even if you were to take out student loans and go to the university that we went to, mm. at least at the time, I remember my tuition was around like $500 Canadian per course. for course. Yeah. Yeah. And I took about five courses a semester, which yeah. is what most people do. It was like five grand a year. Yeah. About five yeah. grand a year. Now I think it's a lot more, but even though it's a lot more, it's not like crazy. Mm. And our university is not like, and, but I also do feel like in, especially in the States or even in, in the UK, mm. there's a lot more of a push for a prestigious there is. It's huge. university, yeah. right? In Canada, we care about it. Canada's like the kind of chill country that mm. doesn't, I mean, maybe not anymore. We'll see. But yeah. like, <laughs> we're kind of like a little more chill in terms of like, you know, we don't really care as much about the prestigiousness mm. of like a school. What do you think? I would kind of agree with that. I know that like obviously McGill, for example, sure. has like a really good reputation. Um, what's another? But one? like, do people really care that much? I don't think compared so. it's, it's, to it's, like Harvard or yeah. like you know Cambridge University. It's definitely less of a thing here, and I think yeah. part of the reason and like you know maybe there, first of all there there's a. F- you know, Canada's not a big country, right? Like, there's not that many... You mean there's not that many people? Yeah, not that many people. <laughs> it's a big country, but, like, not popula- population-wise. Yes. And we don't have that many universities here to begin sure. with. Sure. And so I feel like the quality over all of the universities is fairly, like... Even? Even. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and well, also... do you even think that the prestigious schools are, like... Like, what really determines, like, oh, my God, the quality is so good? Yeah. I think potentially like and again i have no idea this would be my guess uh-huh i think okay, a big part of it would be the networking and events that they hold so like right. obviously harvard graduates generally not generally but like some of them have become really successful so you know you can link up and you know sure all it's this like a networking thing. network so yes. there's that um but you also get that at other universities other universities also have successful people that graduate from them so yeah. and then the other thing is i do think because they're like such a prestigious school they do generally have like more research funding and things sure. like that so maybe their like lab equipment and all that kind of stuff will be more top of the line i think it's 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 another one of those prestigious things that's mm-hmm. a little bit stupid it's like yeah it's like did you hear i can't remember what it was called i wish for the life maker remember but um there was like an iphone app or something that came uh-huh. out i don't know if it was iphone or like a sticker or something that was like ridiculously expensive <laughs> it was like i don't know a couple thousand dollars and it basically was just like it didn't really do anything other than signify that you had enough money to buy this like particular accessory on your and phone and of course rich people love buying useless things yeah and they were like oh let's just get this and I'm just like yeah it it just yeah I I, and I do think like going back to the university stuff I do think you're right I think a lot of it is like it's also like people get in because they they have money right that's like the key thing the thing is I'm not trying to knock these universities I'm sure they are great universities I have Mm. no nothing against them at all but the the problem is this like obsession with getting into these universities if you don't have a lot of money exactly if you don't have parents that are multi-millionaires you are kind of fucked. Like it's mm. going to be so expensive. There's no guarantee. And the thing is a lot of people that graduate from those universities, they probably get jobs thanks to their parents' connection, not just the yeah. fact that they graduated from Harvard. Yeah. So it's like, if you come from nothing and you're like really smart and you get into like these universities, or whatever, if you don't have a scholarship, yeah. you might be a little fucked. If it's so expensive, yeah. right? And Especially like u- universities in the States are, I think if I'm not mistaken, a lot of them are very expensive unless you go to, expensive. right? Like yeah. compared to anywhere else. Unless you go to like a public, yeah. Cause I remember I actually watched this um, YouTube video and they were showing like the comparison of, of university mm. fees and stuff to like different people across the world. And I think the U.S. was like always like pretty high. It was like yeah, really high up so there. Yeah, so expensive. Because like if you look at places like Europe, for example, um, a lot of countries in Europe, like you have to pay such a small fee or even like nothing. Like some, some are of them, free. Yeah, because they want people to go to the schools. They want them yeah. to do that, right? And and I think 
yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird phenomenon. I know. And I think especially like nowadays, because we know everything is getting super expensive, like housing, all of this stuff. So imagine now, fast forward two years, you went to like Harvard or something. You didn't come from a really wealthy family. You graduate with, you know, $200,000 in student loans. And then you get your first job starting at, I don't know what the average salary is in, in the US, but let's say it's like 50 grand a year. Yeah. You're fucked. And then, <laughs> and then and then you want to try to save to buy a house, but you're meanwhile, you're paying off a loan sure. that's like a mortgage. And housing prices are And housing prices are going up, so you can't save for a day. Like, it's like this vicious cycle where yeah. I don't blame people like this guy that was like I on know, the TikTok. I know, I so bad for him. That's like, I've been scammed. And yeah. this is why I think too, though, there's a couple things, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, but I get like passionate about it in some ways is I think... Again, I, I haven't been in school for a long time, but I really, really think that there's certain things that they didn't teach us in high school, fundamental, so many. about money, yeah. about finances, about this kind of stuff, where it doesn't have to be like an advanced financial investment crazy, you know, that we learned in university, yeah. but like just base level about all this stuff so that people go into the world, like when they finish high school, yeah. actually prepared to go into the world. Exactly. Because the fact that he graduated, went into culinary, he's like, yeah, my parents didn't know much about finances. I didn't know much about finances. Yeah. It's like, Who, well, why? Who's supposed to teach us about finances? Exactly. So why are you not, ta- like school is supposed to prepare you for life, right? Yeah. And not everyone goes to post-secondary. So one of the key things in life that everybody has to deal with is money. Yeah. Money, taxes, all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I feel personally, I was a little bit cheated in, in terms of, not cheated, I still had a good education, but leaving high school, I did not have any of those skills yet. Yeah. And that, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I honestly, when I, I know, hear- what do we learn in high school other than like, you know, like I remember learning calculus being like, I'm never going to use this in my life. Yeah. But also it's like, I feel like when you go into university, even before you go in, like they should, I can't remember. I mean, it was so mm. long ago when yeah. we graduated high school. We old. Yeah. But like they should have, I feel like they need to give you a cost benefit analysis of you know, going to university, taking certain yeah. courses, what could they possibly, you know, result in mm-hmm. how much money you could actually. And the thing is I'm pro university and pro education, I am too, yeah. but I don't think it's for everybody. And exactly. I think it's fine. So we need to like mm-hmm. analyze, for example, like, you know, depending on what job you choose, mm-hmm. those four years of you going to university, paying money to go to university, you could actually make more money in those exactly. four years. I think it's important to do that. And I yes. think especially if you want to go to like one of these prestigious things, and this is a skill they could teach as well as saying, let's say you want to go to Harvard to do nursing. I don't know if they have, they probably have a nursing program. But let's just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just using this as right, an example, right. right? So you go there and you factor in, you're there for, I don't know, three, four years. The amount of student loan, if you don't have the money saved up, you calculate that it's like 200 grand or something ridiculous. Sure. And then you need to look at what is the average nursing salary in the area that you want to work. And I can almost put money on it that it's not going to be worth taking out a $200,000 student loan. Yeah. Like maybe go to a cheaper university. Maybe, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So I think these are things, these are skills that we should be taught because, you know, like we're both fortunate that we graduated and we're able to, Mm -hmm. you know, do different things. But there's a lot of people where, you know, and also there's not limitless number of jobs like a lot of I know people, that's another thing exactly a lot of people graduate from university and they don't get a job in their field and they end up doing something completely different and maybe it doesn't pay that well or you yeah know what I mean and because there's not enough jobs exactly and then you're stuck in this loop where it's like again trying to save rent's gone up all the cost of food and everything and you have this massive loan that's taking a huge chunk out of your salary every yeah. single month like it's like this vicious hamster wheel that you can't get out of. So, yeah. but I am like, I know I sound a little bit negative right now, guys. I'm definitely pro education for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. I think it should be free to be honest. I do too. I think it should be government funded full on like mm-hmm. university or trade school, 
or any other type of education like yeah. not just university education but like different types of education yeah. or like yeah training for different jobs yeah like a lot of those things benefit society exactly so and i do, and, mm-hmm. and, and and just think like it's just not fair for the youth these days even our generation but the one after us as well they're and the paying ones, a lot more than we did exactly mm-hmm. they're graduating and again wages haven't gone up that much and it's like they're graduating with huge amounts of loans. And there's more people that are university uh, graduated. Yeah, now, now so yeah. many people have education, so yeah. there's more competition. And it's just like this. And the house prices have skyrocketed. Oh God, we're yeah. So it's like, I, I feel, I really do feel, yeah. you know, there should be more education taught at a younger age in terms of planning for this stuff, you yeah. know, like planning your finances and doing all that. But God damn, should we get into a store, Ray? That'd be, that'd be my two cents. Oh, God damn. Yeah. We'd be getting into it. So the One first year and we're just fucking. Done. Oh, God. So the first story. Oh, God damn. So Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about Prince Andrew before, guys. For those of you that don't know, um, basically this uh, where's Virginia. Sorry. So Virginia Goofy. I'm probably saying her last name wrong. Um, but basically, she had accused um, Prince Andrew of basically assaulting her and, you know, oh. sexually. And he immediately, you know, he this was like a while ago. And he's like, oh, I, it wasn't me. I don't I've never met this girl. And then pictures surface. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of him Why do with, they... with his arm around her oh in a picture God. like this. And, and Why do they say such dumb lies? Oh my God, I know. It's... Like, come on. If you're going to be so stupid. like Yeah. So basically, there's been a lot of stuff bubbling under the surface. And then it was announced. I think this was like a couple months ago, guys. Um, and we did talk about this in the podcast that um, the the royal family decided to, because of all this drama and stuff going on behind the scenes, they stripped Prince Andrew of his titles. <gasps> so now the update here is, and again, oh, I have such mixed feelings about this. Okay. So apparently they settled out of court. Okay. So he's paying some undisclosed amount to her charity. Sure. Um, a substantial. So the he's agreed to settle by making a substantial donation to his accuser's charity and yeah. de- and declaring he never meant to malign her character. I think that means. Um, God, the, I I think I understand what it means, mm. but I don't know how to explain it. Like bring her character down. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me Google malign. So basically, the, the thing that the reason I have mixed feelings about this. So in in many ways, I'm like, okay, great, Virginia is getting some kind of settlement. It still doesn't excuse like what happened, and and you know, um, it shouldn't be like looked looked upon lightly but the thing that bothers me is quite often and i don't know what i wanted to get your your opinion uh-huh, and uh-huh. also who our listeners as sure. well but like a lot of the time when you settle out of court they can put like a clause in there where you know they basically not deny any wrongdoing but they're like this is settled now we can no longer yeah you, know you what can't I mean? even talk about it exactly it's yeah. like it never happened like yeah i'm doing this but i'm not saying that i agree with what's happened i'm gonna pay this amount yeah and then it's done well yeah, I, I don't like it, obviously, mm-hmm. because, again, it's another one of those. If you have money, you can buy yourself mm-hmm. out of anything. Yeah. Right. It's like and especially when it comes to things like like a sexual assault case. Yeah. Right. Because the person that's accusing probably has very little power. They're probably being pressured to, you know, um, to just settle. Yeah. Right. Of course. And then, of course, when you have a ton of money, that's also like I'm sure that is a factor. Yeah. So it's. And then also just going through the trial and everything is very mm. painful for um, the 
the victim. Yeah, that's why that, I think that's yeah. that's part of the reason why I can see why a victim might want to settle outside of court because it yeah. does because because but then we, there's no justice exactly because then this person basically again it reinforces this idea in society that like you said if you have money yeah you can just pay away your problems you know what I mm-hmm. mean like he settled obviously it costs him a shitload of money I think it's someone it's like that's literally the justice system that's why mm-hmm. the justice system is really not a justice system yeah because as long as you have money like even if you don't settle out of court mm. you can get the best lawyers that you know are fucking you know sleazy as hell but like are very yeah. good at their job and very good at finding those lo- exactly. those legal loopholes like you can get the best team yeah to cover you and and then and also you can pay bail and stuff so you don't have to stay in jail while yeah. you're being so there's so many benefits to somebody that has like a mm-hmm. lot of money versus somebody that has nothing they get like barely anything they mm-hmm. get no representation i mean they get representation but like yeah not very good one yeah so it's like it's really nothing to do with whether or not you're guilty it's about how much money you have exactly it is it's a i mean it's mm-hmm. very much a flawed system in many ways um and i just i just hate this idea I get why they settling out of court, but I hate that idea of that they they kind of get away um, not scotch free because obviously this has been very public information. It's been you know he's been exposed, which you know sure. whatever it is, what it is, and it's is he denying it? Yeah, he's still he's basically he never admitted to sure actually, usually that's what happens when yeah, they settle out of court. Exactly, he said for example he's making a, a substantial donation. Um, and where did he say, according to the statement, he acknowledged that Epstein had trafficked countless young girls over many years and said the prince regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Miss Goofree and other survivors in standing oh up for God. themselves and I others. Can't. And I'm like, yeah, she's standing up for stuff that you did. Like yeah. you were in and this. This is the thing. It's like he's never ever going to admit that he was involved. Of right. Course. Like, and he doesn't have to now. Well, exactly. Cause now it's like, okay, well he's, you know, yeah. he's also pledged to support the victims of sex trafficking as part of demonstrating his regret. Wasn't he involved in the sex trafficking? <laughs> well, like, I don't think he actually involved oh. in like moving the girls and doing stuff like that. Okay. But he was involved with, uh, this person who said, but like, wasn't he involved with Epstein? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think they were just f- friends. Okay. Loosely friends. He, he's friends with a lot of people. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> And I'm just like, you know what? Honestly, like... It's so fucking shady. Yeah, make better fucking choices. I don't understand like, these people. I really... The thing is that you're, a, I don't know, you're like a royalty. You could probably like get people like consensually. <laughs> like, why you gotta be like this? This is what I don't get. You know, like I you know. hear these stories about like... And it's always, well, like 99% of the time it's guys doing oh, this, I doing mean, this. Like to, pretty much 100%. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like you hear about these drug drugging cases where they like drugged people and sure. slept with them or like, you know, doing getting involved with this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's like, what is wrong with you meeting people the traditional way? Like, I think it's, it, you know? it's like a power thing. I think it's like, a, it's not even about like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's, th- there's some psychological issue with this, but we will never know. But yeah, I know it's sad. It's just like crazy. It's it's crazy. Like in this statement that Goofy was saying, um, she said she met Andrew while she traveled frequently with Epstein between 2000 and 2002 when her lawyers maintained she was on call for Epstein for sexual purposes and, what? Was, and was lent out to other powerful men, including Andrew. Okay. This is why I don't trust rich people. I know. Okay. No, like, I, like, like when I, I mean, this is the thing, you know how we watched Tinder swindler. Did we talk about this y- yeah, in the other podcast? We did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching that and then I was thinking, the one reason why I probably wouldn't be involved in this, not that I'm blaming the women, but because yeah. I feel like it would be almost a turnoff 
when a guy is so flashy and mm. so like hi i'm a billionaire like that's his personality trait yeah i'm sure there was other things but like to me like somebody that's like ultra mega rich mm. and like a billionaire or whatever has like a private jet that's a little like i don't know i think i would a feel very i couldn't relate to this person i'd be mm. like who are you like i can't relate to you i don't care about this like yeah. you know gucci i don't care what kind of like fucking armani suit mm. you're wearing like, i don't give a shit um so i wouldn't be able to relate to them but also i would think like i don't know like I would have a lot of questions. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit shady. I agree. And I think, I think part of the problem is like, like because of the way our system is designed, a lot of these like really mega wealthy people. And again, I'm not saying all of are, course, like a select, but it always does seem to come out like mega wealthy people are doing these crazy shit because I feel like once you get to that point, you, you almost think you're above the law and you like, kind of are. Yeah. And you think, Oh, okay. Like, I mean, I am honestly like, okay, just try to put myself in Prince Andrew's shoes. You're a public figure linked like part of the part of the monarchy what the hell are you thinking yeah even associating with people like epstein epstein Epstein. but like like, when was that though this is before everything came out that's the difference this is back in 2000 2002 exactly but nothing had come out then no so nobody knew anything no so of course he's gonna associate with but, but, but I see what you're what, saying. What like, if, like it, if you got caught. Exactly. But I think people got away with it for so long because remember, like, before the whole Me Too movement, mm. like, there was so many cases that people, like, all these men, all these men got away with so much. Mm-hmm. That's why the whole Me Too movement was, like, a big deal. Yeah. Because, like, finally people were kind of, like, you know, exposing this stuff. Yeah. But for, like, a long time, people got away with, like, everything everything we still and this is just the stuff that we know we don't know exactly. everything half else. the shit that happens behind closed yeah. doors but it's even even and the thing that's really hard with these cases as well is a lot of the time especially if you don't report it because a lot of time people don't report it right away because it's so traumatic yeah you're like so you don't want to relive it exactly and like this um goofy had said besides andrew she was also you know uh, sexually trafficked to the the former new gov- new Mexico governor, former U.S. senator George what was Michael. Her, like association with uh, Prince Andrew, like was she working with him? No, no, no. So she was linked to Epstein, and Epstein oh, is the one that like oh my fucking lord provided her for other. Yeah, it's just so bad. And of course, so she's mentioning all these other people involved with this billionaire, this person, blah, blah, blah. And all of them have said her accounts are fabricated. And this is the challenging thing with something like this. Yeah. And why a lot of victims don't come forward, unfortunately, is because like quite often it gets into this. um, And this is when the legal system is super flawed. It gets into one person's story against the other. And it's so hard to prove. This is the thing. It's especially if you don't get tested right after or whatever else, like it's almost impossible to prove. And yeah. And then what happens is that they get these really high expensive lawyers that end up digging into that person's past yep. and tarnishing their reputation. It's so bad. So then then the jury is going to be like, well, we don't believe this girl because she's... Oh, it, com- it was consensual. Exactly. Or, or some other sh- bullshit, which yeah. it's like it's like Prince Andrew like being so ridiculous. Like this person, this lady comes forward and is like, this happened. And he's like, oh, I've never met her before in my life. I know. And then it's like, here's a picture of you uh, in 2002 at a party with your arm wrapped around her. Right. And you don't know her. Oh my God. It's awesome. It's so I forget bad. when the that audacity. was audacity. Yeah. Aud- Audacity. But it makes you, it does make you wonder though, if he like, and I could be wrong guys, but I do feel like pe- people are creatures of habit, right? So I'm like, if he did that in 2000, 2002, I wonder what else oh, we don't know so about, much shit. you know, like, I'm like, Ooh, this isn't yeah. like a behavior that it's like one there's time multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. So, oh God. Oh God. So, I mean, the, the, the positive, I guess, silver lining of this is Goofy is going to get like, to, she's sure. started this charity and he's or been whatever. Outed and... He's been outed. He's, his reputation has been tarnished. Right. Um, you know, he's been stripped of his, his, his title. Um, 
but like guys just make better decisions like what are you doing like well, our listeners are making great decisions no i know you guys are but, but yeah like, i know it's crazy like, I just, it's crazy i just don't i know i'll never understand i will never understand this because like I the thing is just between us in our little group here guys <laughs> if i am having sex with somebody okay <laughs> I want it, I want them to be in it as well. You know what I mean? Like fully in it, like us enjoying it. But again, it's you know. not about that, right? It's actually like we will never understand no, the I know. psychology. This is what I mean because I'm like, yeah. I would never, like I would feel so disgusting if I was like having sex with somebody that, that like didn't, didn't want, want to have right? sex with me. Because part of the turn on is like that they want to Exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, it gets God, you. we got to drink more often on the podcast. I, apparently, but that is, that's it. It's like, true. Like, you want like but that's why i don't think it's about sexual pleasure i think it's yeah. about power like it's about like mm. dominance it's about feeling like you are like dominating over this person mm-hmm. in like the sickest way possible that's true i was gonna say there's other ways gotcha. if you want to get into dominance <laughs> roles, there are some other ways you i can know get right that, that sheet, <laughs> you know anyway next story look at uh what's his name christian gray from uh 50 shades oh, of gray oh god <laughs> yes there is a, there is There's, a community out there that does and they do a very good job that's the thing the bdsm community yeah. they're very um they, they do things very like ethically like yeah. they're very like okay we need like a safe word yeah. like we need to make sure that you know it's co- fully 100 percent consensual do you have a safe word rose <laughs> i will not discuss this on um, this podcast <laughs> Um, but you know, actually speaking of that, just on a side note, guys, before we get into the next story, I actually watched this, um, I can't even remember what it was. It was like called the dark web or something on, I think it was on Netflix. And one of it was about this BDSM community. And I hear, I hear these stories all the time and I'm just like, oh my God, like one lady was talking about how this guy liked to be dominated, but it was never anything sexual. So, so she would like have him come over to her house and she would like, obviously like control him and stuff, but she would like make him clean, do all of her laundry. I want that. And he would pay her 150 an hour. I was like, what? Where is this service? I know. I was like, I would fucking do so that. Wait, it's not sexual at all. No, like they, they don't have sex. They don't do anything. She like whips him and stuff sometimes. But like, but what is he getting out of that? Being completely like just made to feel like a like piece a, of shit. <gasps> it's so weird. Human psychology is so weird. It's so complicated. So that but was one. I would, if, if anyone out there <laughs> <laughs> would like that service, I would gladly yeah. uh, take on a, and, what, and, what are they called? Uh, a slave? No. <laughs> a slave? No, dominant and what's the other term? Submissive. Submissive. I will take yeah. on a submissive non-sexually. $150 an hour, guys. Um, <laughs> and he, he, oh my God. Yeah. So she was getting paid <laughs> and he cleaned her house. What the fuck? I, I know. Where's that service? I'm in the wrong line of business. Yeah, we're totally mean. in the wrong business. Okay. We need to be selling farts and jars. Yeah. We need to be, you know, getting submissive uh, people to come in and clean our houses and yeah. getting paid for getting it. Pay- I know this is, the ba- this is the part where I was like, Oh my God. That is insanity. Like I need that service. Who is this person? I know. And then there was another one that was like a bit different, but it was like really, really interesting. And it was this guy and this girl that had this long distance relationship and he was the submissive and she was the dominant. Sure. And she like controlled every element of his life. Right. Like she would like, and he like, they, they barely met. Like they, they lived in different states in the U S or whatever. And she would like be like, um, he had to track everything he was eating and she would get like fe- feeds of it and stuff. And she was like, don't eat this. You fat piece of shit. Oh go, God. go for a run, do all this. And like, it was just insane. Like I was like, and, and they kept this and she would like, she would cheat on him with other guys and then tell him about it and be like, you're so pathetic. I, you know, enjoy this. And he like loved it. 
He was like so into it. I don't understand. I know. I'm like, you know what? To each their own though. You know, there's something out there for everyone. You know everyone. what? As long as it's consensual. Like, exactly. I don't know. This is it. As long as it's consensual and both parties are But I don't know. Are, are they like, it? is it like, um, is there an ethical element to this? Like, are they, are they actually consensual? Are they brainwashed? Like what the hell is going on? Who knows? Right. Are they, t- is this dominant person taking advantage of someone with like potential mental health issues? Who knows? So are you going to say, if I have somebody cleaning my house on Saturdays, <laughs> Paying me $150 an hour that I'm I taking might, advantage of them. Yes. I might <laughs> I might say it's a bit exploitative. While I call them a lazy piece of shit and whip them. <laughs> Are you uh, sure they weren't having sex? Like pretty sure. I don't know. I mean, other than, I always thought it was like a sexual thing. No, because sometimes it's not. Sometimes like the, the, um, well, I, I, I talk like I have experience, guys. <laughs> I am not involved whatsoever in the BDSM, BDSM community, just from what I've seen in media portrayals sure. and things like this. But like, there can be a sexual element. I think it's but, mostly a sexual but element. But there can also be like the fact of like, oh, God damn, who be calling me? Oh, but yeah, anyway, I think that there's sometimes there's a sexual element, but sometimes it's just that person likes to be like, you know. So weird. slapped and all kinds of stuff blindfolded and And just cleaning someone's house yeah anyway yeah anyone that wants that service please call me (laughs) anyway what's the next story okay so then i might have a few stories as well do you have any stories i'm not sure lately what i've been doing is like anytime i feel like i want to talk about something on the podcast i like Mm. write it down on my notes you know you know what i'm saying so prepared but then i don't know if i have much oh california sues tesla what? Did you hear about No. <laughs> oh, no. I want to talk about something serious. It's okay. kind of sad, though. Oh, God. It's actually really sad. And also, we should be kind of concerned as people that live in apartments. Did you hear about the Asian-American woman that got killed? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have started like that. Yeah, I mean, okay. This is like you. You're so good at, like, paraphrasing or okay, starting, like, a me. thing. Okay, so this, is, this happened in New York City. Oh, God. I think New York City... I mean, New York City is always known for, like, high crime rate and yeah. stuff. But lately, I feel like it's gotten worse. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's just what I hear. Yeah. But basically, um, I can't remember when. Maybe it was like a last week mm-hmm. where it's actually so sad. Oh, my God. So this Korean woman, Korean American. Oh God damn. She lives in New York City in um, Chinatown, I think, like in a building. Okay. And she was like 30 something years old. Her name was Christina Yuna Lee. Yes. And she was just coming home, you know. She walked into her apartment and some guy just followed her inside and then just followed her to into her apartment, locked the door. And then I don't know exact. I don't want to get into exactly what happened, but basically he stabbed her to death. And the sad thing is like the really crazy thing is, I mean, this is the whole thing is really sad, but basically the, uh, the neighbors heard her screaming and stuff. Mm -hmm. So they actually called 911. Yeah. So police came, but I guess they couldn't knock, like, like they couldn't lock, uh, unlock the door. They couldn't like get inside and she was still alive and still screaming. But like for like a long time, they couldn't get inside for well, some reason. They just bust the door open? Yeah. I don't know what happened. They couldn't like bust in the door. I don't know. What? Anyway. Yeah. Like, so it's really sad because they couldn't. Oh, oh it, he had barricaded himself. Yeah. Inside. He barricaded himself. When emergency services arrived and broke in, police officials say, she but was I think found it was dead. a long time yeah. after they arrived at the scene and they actually got in. Oh, God. And basically, yeah, he had just stabbed her multiple times. And a lot of people are saying, you know, obviously we don't know if this is, you know, driven by 
Asian hate. Yeah. I don't actually think it. I think it was more so he had a lot of issues and mm. I don't know exactly. Okay. Yeah. But either way, it's obviously adding to like the Asian American, you know, Americans being killed and stuff. Like yeah. it's so fucked. God. But that's so scary. Like, she was coming home. I know. And then, like, reason the thing is, the reason why people are talking about this more as well, mm-hmm. um, in terms of, like, Asian American hate is because, like, literally, like, last week, like, the week before this or something, or in January, another Asian American woman in New York City, like, got pushed. Um, did you hear about this? Like, into the subway? Uh, yeah, I think I did hear about this one. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? People, honestly, this is what we need to do, okay? What do we need to do, Rose? We need to work on the mental health of individuals, everyone, okay? Yeah. Like, we need to start doing mental health shit in elementary in school, okay? Kindergarten, preschool, elementary school. Like, we need to focus on mental health because if we have people that have... Clearly, both of these issues are like a mental health issue. Yeah. No sane person is going to just randomly push someone into a subway, and no sane person is going to follow someone into an apartment and stab them to death. Oh, God. It's so bad. Like, it's so bad. So, anyways, that's, like, a really sad, you know, news story. Oh, I know. It's so be, sad. Be making me emotional. It'd be so sad. Like, anyway, I, I heard it. I was like, I was like, fucking, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's just, it's just really scary. And that's why I'm, like, always, like, you know, you just have to be on your guard mm-hmm. unfortunately all the time like i and in this yeah. situation again i'm not pointing blame at all yeah of course but like you know they do say like when you go into your apartment building and stuff you're supposed don't to let somebody in yeah yes. don't let someone what's it called there's like a name for it when someone shuffles behind you yeah i don't know what it's called there's an actual because I, I remember watching a thing for the because they say this in, in in corporate offices as well it's like don't let people come behind you like close the door so right. they, have, they have to use their swipe card yeah. as well and I but think, it's like, how many times have we done that, right? Oh, yeah. Like, if someone's coming up behind me and going into my apartment building, I'm always just like, oh, hey, here you go. Yeah, like, I know, but we need to not. But at the same time, it's like, is this rude? I know, because it's going to be really awkward if I'm just like, huh, shut But we the need door. to, like, I guess we need to make it a, like, culture because we're clearly getting more violence and hate, like, yeah. you know. I don't know. It's like, it's fun. I mean, of course, I want to live in a society where we can, like, trust people to, like, let them in behind us. I know. That's but a, that's we don't live in that thing. society anymore, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would told, that's what I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, like, what would I have done in that situation? Like if it's like, you know, late at night, not, not that that necessarily matters, but it was late at night, I think. Mm -hmm. And let's say maybe I like by accident, let somebody in behind Mm me and he starts. And the thing is like, they, I think she walked, there was like video of her, like walking through her hallways and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm sure she like knew Oh yeah, that he was following her. She'd probably be like, "Mm." so like, I was thinking like, what would I, what would be the thing to do in that Mm -hmm. situation? Because, like, I'd be like, okay, do I go? Because she was probably thinking, I can just, like, run into my apartment and lock the door. Yeah. But then I'm like, if he's right behind me, like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah, that's so scary. Like, I don't know what I would do. Should I lock, like, should I knock on people's doors? Yeah. And be like, uh. At 4.30 in the morning. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know, guys. If you have any ideas, I mean, hopefully this doesn't happen to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so fucking scary. Like terrifying. It's terrifying. Oh. And in your own home, like what the fuck? Your house is supposed to be a, a safe I haven. I know, I know. It's so scary. And like having someone, and that's like, that's so traumatizing. Yes. Like. Anyways, oh, uh, I feel very bad for her. Anyway, some better news. Let's talk about better news. Do you have some better California news? California suing Tesla. Oh yeah. So what, what is with this okay. story? I, okay. I'm trying to, oh, it, it's actually quite. Um, scandalous. It's quite scandalous. Um, It's basically. Is it about taxes? No, no, no. Um, it's about racism in the workplace. And like it says, OK, here, let me read you the article here. Black workers accused Tesla of racism for years. Now, California is stepping in. 
So the company has been hit with several discrimination lawsuits, but this from uh, a government agency may have wider implications for black employees at Tesla's flagship California plant. Yeah. Coming into work could be could mean being harassed, bullied by a supervisor or finding racist graffiti sprayed on factory walls. So I guess that's according to the new lawsuit filed by California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which alleges that black workers in the company's Fremont factory experienced rampant racism that the company left unchecked for years. So I guess w- black workers reported they were subjected to racist slurs and drawings that were assigned the most physically oh, and racist slurs and drawings and were assigned the most physically demanding jobs. Oh, that's so bad. Workers referred to the factory as the slave ship or the plantation. Oh my god! Right? I know. When I first heard this, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe it was like some kind of like you know small remarks, but it's yeah. like it's full on like. That's so bad. Full on race. Because, you know, sometimes people say it's racist, but it's it could be. They got rubbed the wrong know? way exactly. or but something this, happened. This sounds like like blatant yeah. racism. I just I'm just surprised. I mean, again, I I'm surprised, like, especially in our day and age. But I know racism still happens and it's sure. still still evident. I mean, you only have to look at, like, corporations and who the CEOs sure. and execs mm-hmm. are. It's all the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like. I'm just surprised because, like, I, again, I don't know what I would do in this circumstance. Like, I guess if that's the culture, it becomes a lot more difficult and challenging. But, like, yeah. if someone at my work was, like, doing something like that, like, I feel like I would say something. I think so. But I guess, again, it, it, that's the problem. It was probably part of the weird culture. Thing. Yeah. And I don't know. And it says many workers reported derogatory comments came directly from their superiors. Okay. One black worker reported hearing racial slurs as often as 50 to 100 times a day being called the N-word and hood rats. (laughs) What the fuck? That is crazy. Other workers told of racist graffiti found in factory common areas, including swastikas. KKK, the N-word, and other racist writing that Tesla did not remove for months at a time. That's crazy. That's the thing. It's one thing to have racist workers, mm. but it's another thing to ignore it. Yeah. Right? Because, like, of course you can have a bad apple whatever, but clearly you allowed it to happen, and that's why it's, like, a lawsuit situation. That's so bad. So so what does the government of, of, of Canada be doing? Or Canada? Uh, California. California. Well, I guess they're doing some kind of lawsuit. I don't, like they're I doing, know. Um, yeah. what's it called? Oh, my God. Why am I forgetting all my words today, guys? It's the beer. Um, <laughs> class action lawsuit is it a class is that is that considered a class action so lawsuit? class action would be it's like when multiple people gather yeah so but it would have yeah. to be some form of a class action lawsuit it, I think. maybe yeah i think yeah so oh my god guys i know it's crazy i mean tesla what can i mean it makes me not because i used to be like well maybe i want to get a tesla one day mm-hmm. but like you know oh, you're, Elon one of, Musk, you're, you're one of those hey. well i want to get an electric <laughs> car like a you know that's true actually like i want to get an environmentally friendly electric car. cars are the, are the yeah future, but i'm right? sure by the time i'm ready to get a car which i don't know if i'll ever yeah <laughs> by the time i want to get a car yeah uh there will be other companies that do it Ele- even better yeah no no for sure yeah some people say it's not even that great it's like over overhyped or something i actually rode in a tesla the other day did you yes and what was your experience it was pretty cool yeah i'm not gonna lie because yeah. but i think it's a lot of it is like i don't know features that i mean i feel like you could do easily in other cars right right but like one of the features at least this tesla that i was in um and it was like the uber the uber was randomly a tesla and i was like oh my god this is so cool oh and the whole roof of the car was like this like see-through glass oh so you could just like see the sky right that's cool yeah that's i was cool. like that's a, like that was pretty cool that's cool yeah let's see what elon has said Fucking oh, has elon, has elon commented of course it's his you know it's his company yeah well let me see here it says 
Tesla CEO Elon Musk accused federal regulators of unfairly targeting Tesla, saying in a recent filing that the Securities and Exchange Commission has engaged in outsized efforts to monitor the company that seem calculated to chill its exercise. What the f- a free speech? I don't know what that means. Um, so but he's probably in denial of yeah. you know what's going on. They'll just settle outside of court, and you want to yeah, admit probably. To anything, so, um, I mean, it's just crazy, especially mm-hmm. for a company that pretends to be. So, you know, I feel like they pretend to be very innovative and yeah. very progressive and things, but they're really not. Um, I mean, yeah, I it's don't know. It's just sad to hear. It's sad. But yeah. anyway, that's that's what's going on with Tesla. Oh, God. So that's the damn. lawsuit. What's the next story, Daniel? God damn. The next one that I have, Roses. Twitter. Talking about Twitter. W- so what about you, Twitter? So have you heard about this? So I guess... They were, they're trying out this like new feature okay. where it's tr- basically, as we all know, not just on Twitter, but on social media in general, there's a lot of hate and there's a lot of, um, yes. you know, kind of ties in with your story just now. Um, a lot of racism, a lot of sure. all sorts of stuff. So they're kind of piloting this, this auto blocking mode called safety mode. Like it's called beta, I guess. Okay. Um, and they're going to start rolling it out to, to users. And it's like, I guess it's an option that you can put on your Twitter whereby like it like analyzes tweets and it said, what did it say? Does it, it depending on word? Yeah. Let's you, lets you temporarily auto block accounts that send you harmful or abusive tweets. Okay. So I guess it's, but it's only a temporary block, but I guess if somebody writes you something nasty or whatever, uh-huh. it could just, you know, help block. And I thought and, they had something like that already. I mean, I'm sure you can block them. You can block people right. for sure. But I think it's auto. Oh, so then as in if somebody tweets something mm-hmm. and it has like a, I don't know, nasty word, it'll just automatically not post it. Yeah. Or it will like, no, I think okay. it will still post it, but it might, you might be able to block them. It just says, lets you temporarily auto block accounts that send you harmful or abusive. Oh, tweets. so it's like direct tweets. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's just like, again, some people have said, Hey, we shouldn't do this because you know, freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff. But I do feel like the, the the internet has become such a toxic place in yeah. many ways. Like, it's just you have to find a balance of like freedom of speech, but also like harassment and bullying and mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I think it draws a line. Like freedom of speech is one thing to say how you feel about a situation or whatever. Yeah. But then if you're starting to like say like racist or horrible shit to people, like. I don't feel like that's freedom of speech. That's just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Like it's And also like I feel like it's 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 a gray area cuz Twitter again is not uh, Twitter is not the court of law. Twitter is not, you know, it's a it's a company that provides a platform. Mm-hmm. So they can do whatever the fuck they want realistically. Yeah. yeah. Right? So is it really freedom of I don't know. It's kind of weird when this is where it becomes awkward, right? Yeah. With Facebook, with all these other things. These are technically companies and they have like you they, we don't have control over what they can delete, what they can do, whatever. Of course, yeah. But that this, but at the same time, the argument is, you know, everyone's using it now, so we should be able to say whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, ultimately, these companies have the power of not, you know, publishing certain things if they don't exactly. want to. So it's it's not like you're getting arrested. It's not actually a violation of freedom of speech if they like block something mm-hmm. at Twitter. Exactly. Because you're not getting arrested. A real violation of freedom of speech is when you say something and then you get like like criminally penalized for it. Exactly. Criminally, criminally, financially, yes. whatever it may be. I feel be. like we're forgetting that's what freedom of speech like truly I know. is. I think, right? I think, yeah, I think the thing is as well, I just think I, I, I really feel like people in general, they just need to think a little bit more like, you know what guys, 
all of your inner thoughts don't need to be posted <laughs> on social media. All right. I know you, I know our audience knows this. I'm preaching to the congregation or whatever it's called, <laughs> the choir. Um, but like, there's so many people out there where I'm just like, that was a thought that you probably should have kept to yourself. I know. You know, like, do you really need to write that yeah. and actually take the energy to type this out and yeah. try to like, you like, know, why, why do you need to do oh. that? So our final story, guys, we're gonna have to power through this, uh, really, really quickly. Oh, it's God. about Kanye West. Oh my God. There's so much drama with Kanye West. I know. So I don't and really, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I don't really know the full story. To be okay. Honest. So what do you know? Cause I think I know a little bit as well. Okay. So basically, um, he is, uh, not he's not happy that I guess Pete Davidson is like kind of seeing Kim or they're like yeah. something's going on there. So who over- is Pete Davidson? First of all, he's like a comedian. Who is this man? He's a oh, comedian. Is he a comedian? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a comedian. Like he's been in some stuff. He always seems like he's stoned. Yeah, like I literally like, do not know who this man is. He yeah. just popped out of nowhere for me, but he's, maybe he's very famous. He is quite funny. Okay, okay. Like he, there's this. I should send you this like t- um this short thing that he did, and it was about Kanye West. And <laughs> like. After this whole thing? No, no, this is before. And they were just asking because like it was because, you know, Kanye, he suffers from like, I guess, bipolar yes. disorder. So he has like lots of ups and downs. Um, And he like said a bunch of stuff and he was like, uh, he made some like really funny jokes like, oh, I really want the 2006 Kanye back. Oh, and then he's like, I have one thing that I really, really need to say about this. And he put a hat on that said, make Kanye great again. Oh, <laughs> So he's poking the bear. Oh, he is poking the bear. But so wait, what's going on? So he's so, not happy about the fact that so he's going through the divorce with Kim yeah, Kardashian. Yeah. Can't believe we're talking about this. But anyways, uh, he's going through the divorce with Kim and then I guess Kim is now dating Davidson. I don't know if they're officially dating. At least like, there's rumors. There's right? rumors. Yes. Yeah. There's I think r- they are dating. I don't know who knows. Yeah. Either way. Um so he's not happy because mm-hmm. I think he's not over this uh relationship. Even I though guess. he was kind of allegedly seeing someone as well. I mean, yeah, I think he had a girlfriend or something. Yeah. I don't know the so, full details. And he started like blasting, I guess, on Twitter. I know. Like, God, somebody needs to take away his phone. I know. It's it was like when Trump was twittering and someone's <laughs> like, get him off Twitter. <laughs> like he seriously. like seriously, this man needs to stop. Yeah. And this is the same thing with Kanye, because I guess he was just he was blasting, but he was also saying some really nasty things about Kim as well. Oh God. And just like blasting the whole like situation, all this stuff. And then I guess he maybe didn't get the response he wanted, or who knows, maybe he's in a different different phase of of whatever he's going through and then he posts like a a nice tweet being like oh you know i love my family blah 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 oh like all this weird shit like he's just just like back and going back yeah there was some basically he's being very well i think this is like a big problem okay Mm. like with like um first of all he was like very like oh like uh if you see pete davison is it pete davison yeah Pete Davison. if you see pete davison like um i think he was like almost encouraging people to like, like encouraging his fans to like attack him right yeah okay that was part of the drama yeah and then when he got some backlash i think that's when he was like oh actually don't attack him whatever or yeah, something yeah. like that kidding, like- um but it's also like dude he has nothing to do with you and kim's relationship mm-hmm. like people need here's the thing it's like it's that like male how do i say possessiveness of like a woman of like, oh, she's basically my property. So yeah. how dare you get into my property? Yeah. Whereas like she is a grown woman making her decision to be with some other man. Exactly. And the, the, yeah. the reason why everyone's like, this is so stupid is like, because he was with somebody. Exactly. They're so like, you're, you're allowed, allowed to, to be, be with, with somebody. somebody. So it's very like uh, misogynistic. Like it's very, 
you know, it's disturbing, actually. Yeah, I just really think that he... I don't know if he's seek, seeking help or he, like... I don't think so. But I think he needs to. Like, I, I Well, think, they say that he doesn't take his meds because it interferes with his, like... Creative, creative yes. abilities. Which I'm sure it does. Yeah. But, like, also, like, then maybe don't have a phone. Yeah, like, <laughs> somebody like, somebody take that man's yeah. phone off him. You have a team. Please, yeah. like, get your team to control your, you know, your or even tweeting. Just, exactly. Even have your team, like, lock you out of your Twitter account. So you can still have your phone to text your friends and shit. Yeah. But you have no access to your social like, media. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, another. Well, th- this one part of the feud was, which I kind of agree with Kanye on in this one, because I guess the feud was he didn't want Kim to post um, their daughter on TikTok. Yeah. Did you hear about this I, one? I heard, I heard a little bit about this. Because yeah. I guess, you know how Kim Kardashian is, right? The whole yeah. Kardashian family, they're like obsessed with social media. Yeah. That's how they make their living, like yeah. whatever. But then their kids are very young, you know? Mm. These are young children. And we always talk about this on our podcast. We but do, obviously yeah. we have, you know, an ethical issue with posting these young kids mm-hmm. that are already thrust into the spotlight without their consent. Exactly. And their knowledge, right? They have no idea what's going on. Exactly. And, and that- then to post them on mm. TikTok. And then, so I guess that was another part of the feud, which in that case, I do agree with Kanye. Like, because Kanye was saying like, don't post my daughter on TikTok or whatever. And I think that's a very legitimate, like fatherly concern. 100%. But that I guess Kim was like, well, you know, she loves doing this. I'm like, you're, you're like, how can you be so like, uh, shallow minded in that? Like, how can you not think of anything else? (laughs) This is, this is where like, again, like I I do agree with him in that particular Mm -hmm. sense. Like I, I think. Uh, Cause you know, obviously the Kardashians, like they, they have all their kids up on social media. I know it's like, like disturbing. Yeah. And I and just, they make, I'm sure they make so much money off their kids already. Exactly. Well, and this is what I'm like, you're right. Like technically these kids, like your mom's doing this and then she's getting you to do this. And it's like, you don't have that. You, first of all, they don't have technically consent. They don't. Yeah. And, and there's that whole argument that you can't properly give consent like until, until you're, you're an adult until you're an adult yeah and a big part of that is like again there's this undue influence that you have your mom and your family all on social media and you just think that's a normal way of life but like it can also have a lot of unwanted consequences and yeah. like we don't even the thing the thing that's crazy is like the kids of social media like that were thrust into social media at really young ages yeah. they're only just starting to become adults now yeah you know because like for example like instagram's been around for what 11 years mm-hmm. so like maybe if you started posting your baby they're not even uh, an adult yet so yeah. we don't even fully know the impacts mentally socially mm-hmm. the kind of anxiety anything that you could get from all of this stuff from being thrust or like these family channels right yeah. like once those kids get to the age of 18 in the next kind of like five to ten years what's gonna be the impact on them yeah you know, and how horrible is that going to be as a parent if your kid turns around and is like, I didn't want you to yeah. do that. You know, yeah. I didn't want my life blasted on social media. I'm a mm-hmm. private person. And you know? especially if you are a Kardashian and you yeah. are like one of the fam- most famous families in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, sh- your daughter doesn't know. I'm sorry. I find the whole argument. Oh, my daughter just loves posting on TikTok. I'm like, I find that to be a dumbass argument because yeah. it's like, she probably just likes to get dressed. Up. This is my assumption Mm. she probably just likes to get dressed up maybe be on camera kids like to be on camera they think Mm. it's fun they like to watch themselves is she even gonna know if you post it on tiktok or not well and is she gonna be aware that millions of people are exactly like is she aware of that fact because you can film your your kids yeah you can film them all day long and not post it or like pretend that you're posting it i don't know how old her daughter is four years old i think Four years old. She's not going to understand that it's going on TikTok. I don't think that that's necessarily... Or you could you could film a TikTok and have it private, and she wouldn't know. She doesn't... Oh, yeah, she is fucking four years... 
What the Kanye West fuck? Kanye four-year-old daughter looks too grown in new photos posted by... So that's another thing. You so know, it like, says Kanye West said his four-year-old daughter looks too grown. So I guess they... Yeah, they probably put on makeup on this girl. Yeah. So like, I don't buy this whole like, oh, she wants to do it because she loves it so much. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it, especially because it's coming from the Kardashian family. Yeah. Okay? Like, you all have been posting your kids since day one. Mm-hmm. And... And you all make a huge fucking living off social media. And your four-year-old daughter is not going to know the difference between you filming yourself or filming her on your phone and then just showing her versus you actually posting it on TikTok for millions of people to see. Mm. It's fucked up. Anyways, so I get that part fully. Although I don't agree with his like, you know, crazy antics of, you know, his divorce and just making it all so public. Like, holy shit. I know. This is where I'm like, ah, some of this, this is, this is the problem is like social media is starting to like cross that line of blending your personal professional, like, and it just, I don't know. I think there's some things that are like meant to be sacred and meant to be private, you know, like you don't have to be the most private person, but I just feel like, yeah, it's just not a good look. And I think, Someone needs to control Kanye, Kanye's Twitter account. <laughs> like another, literally yeah. they need to control it. This like, is another example of like, no matter how much money you have, no matter how rich you are, it's like, you know, like you can just make a fool of yourself. Like yeah. it, it's a good thing that most people are not famous because yeah. we're all fucking stupid in our own way. <laughs> but like Kanye West has his own issues, but it's yeah. just so out there because he's so famous. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, like you need to stop, buddy. It's, like maybe, maybe take a small dosage of the medication. <laughs> like maybe a small dosage. Just something, you know, yeah. or just have, be locked out of your accounts. Oh God. Have your team manage them for you. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that brings us to the end of our episode. Yes, it okay. sure does. So guys, we really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're watching on YouTube, YouTube. don't forget to hit that subscribe, that like, give us a thumbs up. Show us some love in the comments yeah. section below. What do you think about the <laughs> Kanye West situation? Um, if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at the Savage Podcast. And also, <laughs> whatever podcast and platform you are listening to the podcast on, don't forget to hit that follow because then yeah. you get updated when we update the newest episode, when we load that, when we do that loadation onto the <laughs> onto the platform. And what else, Rose? Oh, God damn. Well, next time, well, not next time, right now, what you want to do is click the button down below mm. or on the side of where the hell it is. Mm. It's the button that says patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is hit the subscribe button on the Patreon. That will give you the bonus content that mm-hmm. you'll be looking forward. How much it be? It only start at $3 a month. Oh, God, God damn, it be a steal. And you get access to all of our previous episodes. It be cheap as hell. Yeah. You got so much bonus content, exclusive <laughs> content, okay? So what you want to do is you want to hit that subscribe button oh on the God. Patreon and make sure that you follow us on Patreon mm-hmm. and then you also get all the episodes a week earlier than everybody else, Without okay? Ads. People be complaining that the episodes are coming out late. I saw it's, that. I know. It's because it be coming A in the Patreon first. Exactly. So if you want to hear the episodes on a timely manner, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. Alright, okay, on we're that done. positive <laughs> note, guys, have an amazing week and we will woo, catch woo. you next week here in our lovely Savage <gasps> Podcast studio. Oh my God, the studio. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.